0: Welcome to Little Light Wellness Podcast, your compass for pediatric, family, wellness, prenatal, and infertility health. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and on this illuminating journey, join us as we explore the realms of well-being from the wonders of pediatric care to the transformative moments of prenatal joy. We shine a light on the complexities of infertility with empathy and expertise. At Little Light Wellness Podcast, we're dedicated to fostering a community where families connect, learn, and support each other. So whether you're a seasoned parent, expecting, or facing infertility, this podcast is your beacon of knowledge and compassion. Welcome to a world where every family shines bright. Now here is your host, Dr. Vic Manzo. Welcome back to another episode here on Little Light Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic, and I'm excited to be here with you today as we're going to dive a little deeper into the elements of pregnancy and so much more and how what are things that you can do from a chiropractic viewpoint. Now, before we get into all this, I have an amazing workshop for you to check out. It is one of our signature workshops that we share, and it's all about uh, from Bump the Birth, the Chiropractic Advantage. And what we get into is the three P's that we talk about in pregnancy um, when it comes to the power versus the passage and the passenger and how utilizing chiropractic, sharing research and stories and so much more can help you on your journey to make it the smoothest path, whether you are already pregnant or you're thinking about becoming pregnant. This workshop is for you. So to get that info, check it out on the show notes. You click the link, put in some put in some information. It's a four-part video series um, that we break down each section so that you can have take little bite size here and there, 10-15 minutes here and there. And it can help you see the full picture that goes beyond what you may have ever heard before about chiropractic and so much more. This episode, I wanted to dive deep into the elements of a technique we utilize in chiropractic that is specifically designed for pregnancy. This technique is called the Webster Technique. And the Webster Technique is basically just a sacral analysis. It's analysis of the sacrum to seeing how it's in position with all the muscles and ligaments and so forth that attend to it. And it can help with um, better alignment, which creates better outcomes in pregnancy. So that's basically what a Webster technique is. Now, there is, you know, I always tell patients and so forth, you always want to go someone who's been certified. When it comes to Webster technique, they've done the curriculum, they've done the testing, they've gotten through it all. And, you know, they are a certified Webster technique practitioner. Um, Myself is one. And it's one of those things that I um, make sure I keep up with and I'm always adding to it. But let's dive a little bit into the process of um, the Webster technique. What does it look like and how can it benefit you in pregnancy? So let's look at first of all, like I said, it's a sacrum. So if you're wondering what the sacrum is, it's an upside down triangle bone um, right in between your pelvis. And this plays a role on many different things. Um, it has a huge impact on life overall. Um, it acts as a pump. And so it pumps cerebral spinal fluid. There's actually a little fluid that goes up your spinal cord and goes to your brain and so forth. And your sacrum is what acts like a pump to pump the fluid up to the brain. Very important. That also gives nutrition to the brain and also detox it. The only thing in the body that detoxes the brain uh, from a pumping mechanism is the sacrum. So it's very, very important just from that alone. And that changed my way of adjusting when I found that out. Uh, I was like, everyone gets a sacral analysis as much as possible uh, to make sure it's moving in the best way it possibly can. So that way we're enhancing that mechanism and so much more. But so when we look at it from a pregnancy standpoint, there is a lot of ligaments and a lot of things that could play a role in that. So one of the big things Webster technique, and you know, it just kind of aligns with what people think of as chiropractors is that alignment process. And so when you think of, like, oh, I'm offline, I need to get adjusted, or my pelvis is bad, I need to go get an adjustment, or my back isn't, you know, XYZ, I need to get an adjustment. Well, this is where chiropractic is kind of been stereotypically known as. And so, what we do is we look at that sacrum and how do we align it to the best we possibly can? So, it will rotate one side versus the other. One side will get stuck a little bit more, what we call posteriorly, or it's going to be have that rotation. And it just doesn't mean, it just means then that one side will move more into one way and the other one's going to be stuck and can't go that way. That affects brain health overall, and it actually turns on more stress in the nervous system when a joint doesn't move uh, um, as fluid or as well as it should. And so that creates a whole array of stuff, but it tightens muscles, ligaments get shortened up in certain areas because the brain says, hey, that's not in the proper position where it should be. Um, We're going to need to lock that down. So we're going to tighten up the muscles, hold that into that position, because that's considered to be not from a medical standpoint, I want to say unstable. But from from the brain side of things, it looks and goes, that's just not right. That just means it's not in the right position. We're going to shut that area down. And that's why you'll have, if you ever had a massage before, you'll notice that one side is more tender and the other one isn't. You'll notice in working out that one side of your body is stronger and one isn't. You'll notice that maybe one leg is stronger. Um, if you do like a single leg lunge or bulvarian leg squats or something where it's one leg, uh, single leg reverse lunge goblet squats or something along like that nature, you'll notice that, wow, I struggle on my left side. My right side's pretty easy. There is a reason behind that. And it's not because one's just weak and one's strong. It, it has nothing to do with that. It's all neurological and how the pelvis and how the, that alignment is. That's then from that protection mechanism that's altering that. And it's how your body's compensating uh, to handle gravity and so much more. So, and it's not because some type of say, well, I'm a righty, that's why. Mm not necessarily. I mean, my left leg is a lot stronger than my right. And so when I'm working out, um, I have a, a technology that I use where I can actually see in the moment while I'm working out my, what's called a power out, out uh, uh, meter. So I can see how much outage of power out of power I'm putting out. And, um, I can see when <laughs> I can tell when I'm on my left side of my leg, I'm like, yeah, breaking through. And then my right one's like struggling to get to that peak. And I'm like, okay, they're not, they're not symmetrical as well as I like them to be. So, but that creates a lot of imbalances. And so with the sacrum, what we'll do as chiropractors is from the sacrum perspective, we have an analysis how we look at the feet. So we use a lot of things from the feet perspective, depending on different techniques and, and so forth. We can see how imbalanced this the, the pelvis is just from looking at feet. And I can just look there and see. When I see uneven feet, that tells me there's an imbalance in the nervous system. I don't know what specifically, but I'm going to keep this to Webster so I don't kind of lose track here. So when I look at that, then I go, okay, let's say left leg short. So I can look and go, all right, that may tell me right off the bat, the left pelvis, left sacrum might be off. doesn't always mean that, but I'm going to evaluate to see what is needed for this person. So then I'll go and bend the knees. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to push, the, I'm going to try to get the heels to the glutes. And I said, push as hard as, not as hard as I can, but to give enough i'm trying to find that resistance and what i'll notice is one can't go as much as the other and i'll always i'll try to as much as i can because the brain will kind of change things a little bit you won't feel things as much so for like an example um sometimes i'll ask them like do you notice that this is tighter than this side and they'll be like "Mm, it feels even to me that's okay they're not picking up on it. That's lack of body awareness, which is what happens when you have miscommunications going on in the nervous system, which we call a subluxation in chiropractic. So what ends up happening is that I'm just like, that's fine. I'm like, I'm seeing an imbalance here. And so we're going to correct that. And so from the Webster technique, we do that. You Most of the time, they're like, oh, I noticed the left side's way more tighter. I'm noticing it in my quad or I'm noticing it here. And I'm like, great. And I'm like, watch the magic here. So I'll do what's called a challenge, it's a, neurolog- it's, it's a it's a challenge, and what we're doing is we're challenging the joint to see what is a positive outcome, that if it, if I'm putting a positive force into the body that's, that's positive, I'm sorry, if I'm putting a force in the body that's positive in the neuro- neurology, and the nervous system picks up on that to be a positive thing, what ends up happening then is I'll get a positive response for a short period of time, no more than 10 seconds. And I'll do that and they go, wow, I can't believe that I could tell a difference. Great. Now we go ahead and recheck. I'll, I'll reset the brain really quick. Go and test again. They're like, oh, I feel it tight again. i like, because we haven't put enough force in that area to shift the neurology to make a change. So then we go ahead and we'll retest. I make an adjustment. Usually I use an instrument to do that. Um, and then we'll retest and mom's like, wow, okay, I noticed a difference. I'll reset the brain again. There's a way of doing that. And I can double check. To make sure it doesn't set back. Like I actually did put enough force in there to make a change. And I usually do. Then that's how we'll correct the sacrum just from one specific area. But Webster has a multiple parts to it. Like I said, it's a sacral analysis. So we're looking at the sacrum and we adjust the bone itself first. And then we're going to look at other areas, soft tissue work, like the muscles and the ligaments and so forth. The round ligament, the pubic bone. So because what happens is most of the time, and I usually confirm it from the backside, we'll look at the pelvis. Let's say the left side has gone posterior. That usually means the pubic bone is up on the front end. So we're going to go ahead, and when you turn over, we will adjust that area also. And what we're trying to do is take everything we possibly can in the pelvis sacral region and try to relax the muscles, the, the ligaments, and so much more to get them into a more balanced state. I will tell you this does not happen. We, we don't do one adjustment. And it's all set and done. I wish it was like that. I get a lot of moms sometimes, like, "Why do I have to come so many times?" You know, I'm trying to get pregnant, get ready for a baby. I'm, you know, not trying to get pregnant. I am pregnant. I'm trying to get ready for a baby. I'm like, listen, it's it's the conditioning of the body. We have to do as much work. Everything I'm doing is just micro changes. But those micro changes, if we stay consistent with it and keep building the momentum, they become big changes over time. And everyone has different time frames of that. But what can happen with all this is it's going to allow that that process to start to lead to. And why am I sharing this in so much detail? Because it's going to start to lead to when we do that and we do this work consistently, this can help with again, better outcomes in labor, right? So what does that mean? Less stress on mom, less stress on baby. It also allows for shorter active labor times. So they've done research on this where if you if this is your first child, Labor time active is going to be roughly, now these, the rules have changed, so I want to understand that like now active labor is six centimeters. Um, before, when the study was done, it was, it was four centimeters considered active labor, um, but it was 15, a little over 15, half, about 15 and a half hours of active labor um, if you were not adjusted. And women who were adjusted, it was about nine and a half hours of active labor. That's a massive difference, right? It's like 30, um, I think it's like thirty percent off of difference, roughly. And then they looked at babies number two, three, four. So if these are second, third, or fourth on. um, What they looked at is they found that it was about nine and a half hours of active labor. And with chiropractic, it was about four and a half. So do chiropractic adjustments speed up the labor process? Yes, a lot of chiropractors are saying that. The research is showing that the way I look at it is not speeding up the process. They make it easier for mom and baby. Because if things are easier, then the process can be more in sync and things can work more efficiently. And when things work more efficiently, it's less time right um some people but I also like to care i like to be very careful how I said this the one time I had a patient who I adjusted she's been a patient before, adjusted her before pregnancy she's pregnant, baby number two um she after the baby I didn't see him for a couple weeks, and they come in and she's like um doc, absolutely amazing. I literally got to the hospital, they put me on the table, and baby came out um she's like uh it was we were twenty minutes from the hospital. I had 45 minutes. I mean, I had my contractions that just started to kick in. They came strong. And next thing you know, I, I, I we had to go to the hospital. Barely made it. It was a 45-minute active labor at most. And I was like, she was very happy about it. I looked at her and go, I, I don't want to say I'm, I'm, I'm happy it was 45 minutes. I go, I like to see a little bit more than that. But the body does what it needs to do. Um, because I'm too quick is also not a good thing either. It's kind of like sleep. That's how I how I educate about labor it's kind of like sleep too much and too little is not good. There's a sweet spot and that's what you want to hit. And so, and that being said though, when it comes to with, with chiropractic and the Webster process, it just makes things more efficient. And what's beautiful about it is it also allows for healing afterwards. Most women that I've worked with in my 11 years, they have better postpartum outcomes, um, trimester four, Is more of an easier transition. Uh, I'm not going to say all of it was grand and glorious. No, everyone has their own challenges that they have. Um, But it's one of those things where they will go ahead and uh, they're less having chances of depression. They're healing faster. When I say labor process is less stress on mom and baby, one of the things is less tearing because there's going to be less stress on the mom. Better alignment means touch issues and muscles and the pelvic floor all works better. Because you know, ninety percent of the pelvic floor is controlled by this nervous system called the autonomic nervous system, which runs on its own. And so it's very critical to make sure that nervous system is in a balanced state. And chiropractic is the only thing that I know that I've studied. I know things that influence it. You know, you can do breath work, there's cold laser light, low laser light therapy, there's um, there's vocal work you can do, there's all these different things that can stimulate the, the parasympathetic, the slowing down, rest and digest, growth and development stages. But chiropractic has been shown not only to just do that, but influence it and change it in the long term. And so this is huge for you as mom because you want to be in the most calm state you possibly can and it plays a huge role in the various of things. And that's what the Webster technique can do for you when it comes to pregnancy and so much more. And for Webster, at least my way of approaching it, um, I usually did it started doing it around 24 to 26 weeks. Um, you don't have to do it prior to just because there's, it, there's just not, you could, I'm not saying you couldn't, you could do Webster throughout the whole entire pregnancy. I usually chose it in the third trimester. I would use other techniques prior to that. And then third trimester, we get really focused on it. Unless there was things showing up and like, let's say mom comes to me and uh, she's eight weeks pregnant, and we do an evaluation, and I see things already that I can know that will only get worse over time. Then we'll alter things a little bit, and we may start doing some other work that I do, some advanced um, work to um, start to kind of counter some things that may lead down the road. So it's it's really an individual base by basis kind of approach. But if you're looking to really have less stress of a labor process a better recovery time, healing time, less stress on baby and mom, less active labor, um, more efficiency, uh, a smoother process. I'm not saying I'm not saying I, – I have to be very cautious when I say, like, easy. I, mean, I would never say easy. Um, giving birth is not easy, but it can be easier. It doesn't have to be as difficult or hard. Let's minimize it. And I always I always tell, like, there's so many things that can go – you know, if you go, go to a medical doctor – and you're pregnant, they're going to tell you all the gazillion things that could possibly go wrong once you have the one little thing that may be suspicious. And I say, there's so many things that can go one way, but there's so many things that can go another way. And through chiropractic and the Webster process, what we do is we take all those probabilities that can go not the way you want, and we shrink those as much as possible. And what we do on the other end is we try to expand as much as we possibly can uh, of all the good stuff that could possibly happen. Um, nothing's guaranteed because everyone's different. Everyone has individual processes and, and so much more. There's so much that goes into the labor process in the journey of all this. Um, post you know tr- you know previous trauma work trauma that you g- may have gone through conditional stuff um certain muscles and balance there's just so much that can go into it all and so a lot of times when i'm seeing a, a pregnant woman they're already pregnant it's not the thought beforehand it's the pregnancy of now and so there's a lot of things that we have to cope and work with as best as we can to give you the most efficient and best outcome of where you are it's never too late um to start but earlier will always be better um and i always recommend to do it prior to thinking about it so it's like preparing the house before the guest comes rather than preparing the house as much as you can while the guest is there does that kind of make sense so i hope this is enlightening if you like what i've been sharing i'm giving you a little tidbits i do talk a lot more in depth in that workshop check it out birth to bump a bump to birth Um, the Chiropractic Managed Workshop, it's in the show notes. Just click. It's a four-video series. It's not that long. Each video is, like like I said, 10, 15 minutes each, roughly. And we break down way more in depth. I bring science to the table. I share some research studies. um, And then we get into the actual science and the physiology behind how chiropractic helps with pregnancy and labor and the after effects and so much more. And I'll share some stories of people I've worked with Um, that was able to um, help in certain ways when it came through Webster, but also the full chiropractic approach and so much more. So thank you again for tuning in. As always, this is Dr. Vic. And until next time, keep that light shining bright. Thanks for tuning in to another episode here on Little Light Wellness Podcast. Do us a favor. If you enjoyed this episode, please share a review. It helps get our reach out and our message out to more people. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe to the podcast. So you never miss another episode that we have on the show. Make sure to check out the show notes for all the links, whether it be our guests with Dr. Vic, our community, and so much more until next time. Keep shining your light bright.